0: Welcome to Family Law Talk, presented by Kirk Stange of Stange Law Firm, PC. Stange Law Firm is a family law firm in the St. Louis metro area, with offices in Missouri and Illinois. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stange. Welcome to Family Law Talk. Today we've got a good topic. It's called, I am on the birth certificate. It's a really interesting topic that we deal with all the time at our family law firm, and I'm sure... Other family law firms experience the same number of calls uh, related to what's called a paternity case. And we're going to get into that in just a second. But before we begin, I will state, as I always do, that the choice of a lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements and that the information you obtain today in this episode is general in nature and it may not apply to specific factual or legal circumstance. Therefore, if you need legal advice, you should definitely consult an attorney who's licensed and competent to practice law in your specific jurisdiction. All right, now back to the topic. The topic today is I Am on the Birth Certificate, and this is based on an article on our blog, famalawheadquarters.com, dated September fifth, two 2014. And the title of the article is I Am on the Birth Certificate, Why Don't I Have Custody Rights? So that is a topic we have before us uh, this afternoon, and it's an interesting one. And it's really an important one with 40% out-of-wedlock birth rates in the United States, and with the out-of-wedlock birth rate that seemed to be on the rise, and again, folks, um, you know, can make judgments about that. There are lots of folks that hear 40% out-of-wedlock birth rates, and that doesn't make them happy. Uh, they wish the, the those rates could be brought down, and, the, and that the tide of the increased out-of-wedlock birth rate could be slowed down, and again, that's a different topic, and that's not the topic before us today. The issue is, is I am on the birth certificate, and again, a very interesting topic, so, so let's get into it. Uh, the issue is this, which is in lots of uh, family law firms, the phones are ringing uh, pretty regularly from folks who are dads or soon-to-be uh, of web dads who are very interested in being in the lives of their kids, but for whatever reason, marriage just isn't working out. Now, I think a lot of folks out there conclude on some level that that maybe a lot of these dads aren't stepping up and asking uh, the mom to get married. And in some instances, that's certainly true. Uh, But I can tell the listeners out there, I've seen lots of scenarios where the guy has actually tried to marry the mom, and for whatever reason, it didn't work out. Uh, Either she said no. Uh, We've had some instances where maybe the mom's family uh, didn't approve of the dad, didn't think that he was necessarily... Uh, the right fit for their daughter, and so we've had cases where the the family of the mom uh, has has really, in essence, kind of vetoed uh, the ability of the parties to get married. And, of course, in some instances, certainly the dads, uh, for whatever reason, didn't ask the mom to get married. It might be that it was a short-term relationship. Uh, We certainly see lots of cases Again, I'm not making judgments. We're just kind of going through what we see where, you know, maybe the parties dated very briefly and then a pregnancy ensued, and realistically speaking, the parties are just not in any position to get married. So, you know, whatever the reason, uh, the reality is we see lots of dads who call, and marriage just isn't an option, but yet they want to be very involved in the lives of their kids and the truth of the matter is we just see lots of folks out there that really have no idea how to do it. And so, you know, some of the arguments we often hear at our firm is, well, you know, I'm on the birth certificate and the fact that I'm on the birth certificate, you know, that gives me custody rights, uh which is one of the things we hear lots of folks say. Uh we will we'll hear uh, from others the fact that they have a DNA test perhaps and that the DNA DNA test shows that they're the dad and then based on that they assume that really gives them a legally enforceable right to custody. Um, and some folks, maybe they're not on the birth certificate, or maybe they don't have a DNA test at all, but uh, to them there's no question that they're the dad. Uh, they assume they're the dad. Maybe the baby's been born and they looked at the baby, and they can obviously tell it's their child, that it resembles them, and they know with a reasonable degree of certainty that that is their child. And so, again, the issue that's out there is, for the good dads out there, they want to be involved. Uh, they want to be a big part of their child's life, uh, and they don't know how to do it. And uh, like I said, lots of folks wrongly assume just by having a DNA test or, or a paternity test uh, or being on the birth certificate, they assume that that gives them a legally enforceable right to custody. And the truth of the matter is is that's not really true. Now, uh, you know, I'm licensed in Missouri, Illinois, and Kansas. Uh, the laws in every state are going to vary, so to the listeners out there, definitely consult with an attorney who's licensed and competent to practice law in your specific state, because each state is going to have their little nuances in terms of how the laws work in that particular state. I have in front of me uh, the Missouri statutes uh, on paternity, and there's sort of two two key statutes, two subsections, if you will, uh, that are probably most pertinent to the topic we have at hand. Uh, the first one is RSMO 210 uh, 822 and what that statute deals with is a presumption of paternity and uh, you know relative to the topic we're talking about here today uh, the Missouri statute does indicate um, that uh, it, it, you know it, it, if in essence uh, the dad has acknowledged paternity in writing with the bureau or with his consent he is named as a child's father on the birth certificate um, that that, Uh, makes him the presumed father of the child. Uh, And there's also uh, a part of the statute that indicates that if there is a paternity test that shows um, a probability of 98% or higher using a probability of 0.05, that that creates a presumption of paternity as well. And then the next statute is 210-823. And what 210-823 Indicates is that a signed acknowledgement of paternity form pursuant to another statute, Missouri Statute 193 215, shall be considered a legal finding of paternity uh, subject to the right of either signatory to rescind the acknowledgement in writing. And then it goes through some specific details of how somebody would try to rescind it. But the uh, long and short of it is, is if you look at these two statutes, uh, I mean, being on the birth certificate having a, uh, a paternity test really makes somebody the presumed father. And, and in the instance under 210-823, somebody has signed the paternity acknowledgement form pursuant to 193-215, that shall uh, create a legal finding of paternity. So those are the Missouri statutes. And again, the laws in every state uh, are going to vary. I just uh, use these two statutes uh, to really illustrate to the listeners out there. But here's where folks have to take... Uh, the reality of the situation, one step further, which is a presumption of paternity or an acknowledgment of paternity. Um, While well, that might be a good thing for dad who wants to be involved in the lives of their kids, the reality of it is, is they still don't have a parenting plan or a custody schedule. So. If you look at that birth certificate, it doesn't indicate uh, what days of the week that the dad has. It doesn't indicate when it's his weekend, uh, what weekday times he has. It doesn't indicate the holiday schedule uh, that he has. It doesn't indicate summertime, right? It doesn't give him really any specific physical custody rights that are enforceable. So take a dad who wants to see uh, his child born out of wedlock. Uh, if he doesn't have a parenting plan, he doesn't have an enforceable custody order. He can't take that, in other words, to law enforcement uh, officials in order to enforce a custody schedule. Uh, he has no real right. Uh, to custody to his child. Now, in the instance of somebody who signed the the acknowledgment of paternity form pursuant to 193-215, I mean, it is a legal finding of paternity. But again, there's no specific custody schedule. So, in essence, it's sort of an unvested right to custody that these guys have, and we just see lots and lots of cases of of men out there uh, who love their children. They want to be involved. Marriage didn't work out for whatever reason and they think by having this DNA test or being on, on the birth certificate uh, that this gives them an enforceable right to custody. But again, they don't have uh, that parenting plan. And that parenting plan, in fact, is what uh, men who go through divorce get. So at the end of a, of a divorce, uh, a father going through a divorce gets this parenting plan that does exactly what I just indicated. It indicates what days of the week uh, they get custody, what times what the exchanges will take place. It has a holiday schedule in terms of who gets what holidays when. Uh, you know, it sets forth a summer schedule, uh, and so on and so forth. And so that's what a man gets through a divorce. Uh, an unmarried father who wants to ensure that they have a specific custody schedule, what they need to do is file a paternity case which is a custody case uh... it could be filed by the mom uh... but oftentimes it's filed by the dad in an attempt to set up a specific custody schedule uh, in terms of the times the days of the week uh... that they will get uh, with the child and that's in terms of the physical custody in terms, in terms of legal custody, you know, to the listeners out there, there's two types of custody. There's a physical custody, which is the days of the week and the times that somebody specifically has. But then there's legal custody, which is who gets to make decisions on behalf of the child. So when you get into medical decisions, uh, does who makes the call, the mom or the dad? Uh, if you're talking about extracurricular or school activities, you know, who makes the decision uh, in terms of religion, who would make the call, the mom or the dad. And the reality of the situation is, is for the unmarried dads out there, until they file a paternity case and get a custody order that indicates that they have joint legal custody, uh, or in some instances some dads get custody and they get sole legal custody, uh, the reality of it is is—is most you know, hospitals, most schools, uh, most folks out there are going to respect the wishes of the mom just sort of by default which then means you know, the dad might not agree with the medical decision uh, that's being made on behalf of their child, but if they don't have a parenting plan or a custody order that indicates they have joint legal custody, they really don't have a say uh, if you just look at the way things go. Uh, if there's a decision on what school a child's going to attend, public school, private school, for example, if the dad doesn't have joint legal custody, the mom is really making the call uh, just by default with the way things uh, tend to work. Take these types of situations, and we've seen these. Take take a dad who's been very involved in the life of their child, uh, informally without a custody order. Let's say the mom wants to pick up and move to California uh, with the child uh, for whatever reason. Well, if the dad doesn't have a custody order uh, in the state of Missouri. Uh, The mom doesn't have to give relocation notice pursuant to the Missouri statute, which is 452-377, so the mom can, in essence, pick up and move. uh, And the dad really doesn't have uh, a right to object because there's been no prior custody order put in play. And so, again, to the dads out there that want to be involved in the lives of the kids, uh, that they have, uh, the important step to take uh, is to hire an attorney, and file a paternity case. And through the paternity case, a dad can get a parenting plan uh, just like a dad who went through a divorce from the mom. And that's a good thing and an outstanding thing. You know, on the flip end, we see lots of cases where the mom will go to the Division of Child Support Enforcement. Uh, They'll take that uh, paternity test or they'll take that uh, birth certificate. And what ends up happening is they end up paying child support uh, for this child because under 210-823, Uh, they are the dad if they signed that acknowledgment of paternity form. So they end up paying child support, but they still don't have a custody order for their child because the Division of Child Support Enforcement is just that, the Division of Child Support Enforcement. They are not a court of law that's going to grant a parenting plan uh, to an unmarried father. So this is a really interesting topic out there. And, and again, the out-of-wedlock birth rates are what they are. It's 40%. It's been on the rise. And at the end of the day, uh, to the dads out there that want to be involved, to the dads out there that want to be a big part in their child's life, uh, the action that, that uh, unmarried dads really have to take is, is hire an attorney, uh, uh, file a paternity case, uh, and get a custody order uh, to their child that, that gives them an enforceable right of physical custody and an enforceable right to be a part of the legal decision. Uh, process. So in other words, you know, joint legal custody or sole legal custody in cases where they would get custody uh, in order to be involved in the decision-making of the life of their child. So again, a really interesting topic. Uh, Our firm is going to be hosting two seminars uh, coming up on this exact topic. uh, October 15th at 7 p.m. at Pitchers Sports Bar and Pizzeria in Belleville, Illinois. And then October 16th in St. Louis and Kirkwood at Fandango Sports Bar. And to the listeners out there that want to get more information on this topic, uh, you can sign up for this seminar for free at www.unmarriedfathersseminar.com. Again, www.unmarriedfathersseminar.com. And at this seminar, we'll give you even more information on this topic. There will be free food, free drink. And so... Uh, to the folks out there that want more information on this topic, definitely feel free to come by our seminar. And, again, uh, as a follow-up to this episode as well, uh, the listeners can go to www.familylawheadquarters.com. Uh, look at the article dated September fifth, two 2014, titled, I Am On The Birth Certificate, Why Don't I Have Custody Rights? Uh, it's a great article as a follow-up to the episode today. Well, thanks for all the listeners for tuning in. Stay tuned to our next exciting episode on Family Law Talk coming up. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk with Kirk Stenge. Visit StengeLawFirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stengy Law Firm to work for your family today.